continuing our Ursula campaign. And uh, we'll start off with a quick recap. The Chainbreakers, a ragtag group of adventurers, have come a long way since their initial time together in Duskwall. They've rid a town of a deceitful mayor, fought against a zombie beholder, and activated an ancient leviathan, uh, a protective entity that helped in the banishment of Diabolus, the Dark Prince, several hundred years ago. Um, since then, they've been traveling to Brashev to return a cursed battle axe that Lode had found uh, to something known as Eldrag. Along the way, the Chainbreaker stopped in Dragul, a small logging town, and fought off an attack from Diabolus himself, coming face to face with the Dark Prince for the first time. Athril Vinthier, a rogue from the secret society known as the Order of the Seraph, let the party know Diabolus's true goal to find the second of two tablets written in a lost language that had seemed to describe a ritual for the ascension to godhood. While en route to Brashiv, the party came upon a sleeping giant blocking the road. They attempted to sneak around the giant, only to accidentally wake him up. Uh, he introduced himself as Woder and mentioned that he was actually heading back to Brashev and could escort them to the village safely. As the party set off, a small calico cat approached them in the snow, hissing and scratching at the party's weapons. Uh, Tobar eventually cast speak with animals on the cat to find out that the cat desperately wanted to be killed. It had been trapped in that body and needed to die in order to escape. After some moral discussion, in an attempt to have Lode accidentally kill the cat, uh, Rifear struck the cat, causing the once polymorphed figure of Davfin to return to his half-elven form. The party brought along Davin with them to avoid sending him out in the cold with no armor or clothing. And the group arrived shortly after at Brashev. Um, and found that the shaman, the leader of this village, was near death, and that his role would be passed on to an impulsive, aggressive successor known as Rylus. The shaman recognized Lode from his travels to the Frosthelm Expanse several years back, and gave Lode something known as the Horn of Theorem. Tobar, excited to see folks heading out on a hunt, jumped at the opportunity to join Rylus and his compatriots as they set out. And that is where we pick up. Uh, so this uh, this session will kind of jump back and forth between uh, the hunting party and the folks back at Brashev. Uh, so we'll start with the um, the people around Gatnar, the shaman. Uh, he's still lying on the the kind of cot in front of you. Uh, that's essentially just three large trees that have been felled and. Uh, are set on their side and uh you could see he's looking very weak uh his breathing has become very shallow um it does not look like he has much much time left and uh he he looks over uh at the the four of you that are, are now gathered uh in this the small hut small for giants uh it's it's Fairly large, especially for someone like John. Um, and he, he kind of looks over. The. The white demon. He wasn't always our protector. I established. 
a deal for protection in exchange for our lives. I thought I, with the power of, with the power of the giants around me, we could take Eldrag, the white demon. Um, it, it did not go well. He was far too powerful, even in, in his younger state at the time. Um, and I, we lost many giants that day. There have been several giants that have gone along the same mentality that they, with the strength of their their giants and what they thought was a blessing from Anam Allfather, that they too could take on the white demon. But those that set out to take on the white demon never come back. It's a fool's errand, and I... I hope that Rylus comes to that same realization before it's too late. Is kind of any... takes a breath. Is there any reason that he seems to hurt giants in particular, or is it just that you just happen to live around him? Uh, we had settled in this this place many seasons ago and we settled under the wing of of Eldrag and for a while we we were fine um the white demon stayed and hunted off several several peaks away and we didn't have a a problem with with food, but as time has gone on and as he's grown more powerful, he's also grown more hungry, more vengeful, and more ferocious, more feral. And his areas that he hunts has grown much larger. We can't sustain ourselves off of the food that is left. Is is he a man? Is he another giant? see a dragon or something is a a beast i he kind of goes silent to his 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 breathing kind of gets a little too shallow and we are going to cut over to the hunting party um so tobar is with Four other giants uh, with Rylus, um, with Muto, with Salidas, and Rocklog. Uh, they introduced themselves uh, during the uh, during the last session when uh, Tobar set out on the hunt with them. And as you kind of get out of earshot of the town, um, Rylus, the the leader of the group, um, kind of leads you off over the the river that you just came across. And up to the the foothills uh, of the the nearby kind of larger peaks. Uh, you've been in a mountain range for a little bit now, um, but the 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 passes that you've been through have been mostly well traveled. They've been clear paths on on where you go. Uh, where Rylus takes you is is definitely far off the the beaten path and essentially at the the sheer edges of some of these larger mountains and cliffs. And he leads you over to 
this large rock overhang uh, on the side of one of these mountainsides and uh, kneels down to, to kind of get a little closer to you. And he looks over at the other giants and nods. You all know the plan. We have to bring as much as we can to the offering grounds and we'll hunt for our own food after. Tobar, how do you feel about ambushing your targets? I mean, is there any other way? You'll fit right in. I like this one. And he takes just one finger and slaps you on the back, um, which isn't enough to do damage, um, but it, it does kind of like you stumble forward a, a bit um, as, as uh, he kind of stands back up. All right. Tobar, can you track? <laughs> can you breathe? Of course I can track. What are we hunting today? There are a variety of animals in the area, and uh, we will we will hunt whatever is tracked first. Um, oh. Go ahead and make a survival check. Tobar with these fucking metals, you to be fine. Okay. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the best, uh, best you could possibly do. So, uh, you kind of clear your eyes and you, or you clear your head for a second, and you remember as you were walking towards this cliffside, uh, you saw very clear, distinct uh, bear footprints um, about 30 yards back. Uh, and so you kind of point them out and... Uh, Rylus kind of stands up. All right, it looks like we're going to hunt a bear. Um, Muto, you you have your spear ready. And Muto takes from behind his back a, a long, uh, sharpened um, wooden spear. Um, Salidas has a net kind of draped across his back. Uh, Racklog also has a, a really large spear. Uh, and they uh, they start to set off towards... Um, towards the tracks. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Um, at this time, I'm also going to Jesus, send Smokey up into the air to start circling to figure out what is around us Still and everything else. It's, it's a crazy. Eight, that's why. But yeah. All right. I know. See, everything's yeah. got really high perception. Uh, my perception is a plus. Everything's eight. a plus eight. You're better than I thought you were all your other <laughs> I mean, stealth is a plus eleven. Uh, so this this perception check um, kind of determines how long it takes you to find the the creature. Uh, obviously, with a, a twenty five, you're you're able to find it fairly quickly, and within about two hours, uh, you're able to to really pick up on um, where this this bear has has moved to. Um, you're within you you kind of sneak your way up uh as you're um hot on the trail uh to about uh 120 feet away from where you think this bear is and uh go ahead and make a stealth check 16 16. <laughs> Plus 11. He Fucking rolled a nuts. five. I know it is. Wow. Uh, the Rangers. 
I had this whole list of like things that could go wrong as you're like looking for all this stuff and like red herrings that take you off in in other ways. And looks just like I get to just, like cross those. Yeah, we'll use those a different time. Uh, <laughs> here we're getting straight to the point. Um, you get uh, within about uh, ninety feet. You move about thirty feet closer, um, and. Uh, you so far haven't uh, haven't startled the bear. You you now see there is a brown bear, um, kind of sniffing around some of the um, snow covered berries um, a little bit ahead of you, about ninety feet ahead of you now. Okay. Um, at this uh, point, I would be putting on hunter's mark on him. Okay. So, yeah. Once we got in with on a hundred and fifty feet uh, spells. Uh, so you now have Hunter's Mark on this bear. Um, nope, I'm actually going to take that back. I do not put Hunter's Mark on it. I took that off. So never mind. No Hunter's Mark. Okay. No Hunter's Mark. Sorry. <laughs> um, so you uh, you get a, uh, within 90 feet. Um, are you planning to uh, continue to stealth up and ambush? Are you planning to make yourself known? What's your... your Sure, um, I'm here. going to mostly be looking to see what the other two or other three are doing, where they're at, and once they get into the fight, um, I want to send my arrow first, so I definitely make the first hit, but I don't mm -hmm. want to just give up my position before they're even in like play. Yeah, absolutely. So you see, uh, as you kind of motion that the the bear is up ahead. Uh, you see Rylus, Sletus, Mudo, and Racklog all uh, about 60 feet behind you. Um, and you realize they're standing back because with each footstep, it gives off a small tremor uh, that that kind of would alert any animal to, to their presence. Uh, so they look at you to, to kind of get their, their next move uh, because it... it looks like you've clearly found something fairly quickly. Um, okay. And so they're, they're essentially yours to, to command um, to, to do as you, as you would wish. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so in that case, I'm going to send message over to Rylas and say, um, I'm going to attack him in 10 seconds. Just start charging straight in front of me. Uh, Rylus, 60 feet away, kind of nods, and he's large enough that you can see him nod very, very clearly. And he turns to Salidas, uh, who has the net on his back, and uh, kind of gives a, a nod and uh, holds out his hand to, to wait. And he turns um, back and looks at you. And then at that point, I'm going to knock an arrow, and I'm going okay. to aim at the beast um and give it the old one too i enjoyed that okay um and you are still 90 feet out um that looks fine um 20 does hit and 17 damage okay yeah and sneak attack as you real quick uh, okay need to find it there it is okay there we go plus three cool uh as you um fire the arrow as the arrow is in midair, um, you hear Rylus, you, you hear essentially the, the earth start to tremor around you as Rylus starts to pick up speed. 
Um, the arrow sinks into the shoulder of the bear, and the bear lets out a, a massive roar uh, in, in pain as the arrow finds purchase. And you see, even from your 90 feet away, you see blood start to, to trickle down the, the leg of the bear. Rylus runs forward uh, with Salidus close behind. Salidus grabs the net from behind him. And uh, once he gets about 15 feet away from the bear, uh, tosses the net over the bear and uh, form tackles the bear to the ground. Uh, the bear now on the ground, arrow still on his shoulder, blood starting to pour out, caught in this net. Um, and he Salidus stands up and grabs the the uh, kind of edges of this net and ties it closed uh, around this now angry bear. Uh, and he looks over at Rylus and nods gravely. It's time to head to the offering grounds. And then we cut back to the uh, camp at Brashev. Um, you see that in addition to the the breathing becoming more shallow, Gatnar's breath is almost looking painful. Uh, um, he has John maybe minutes left. Can I uh, uh, ask Gatnar and say, um, "Is it your time to go, or would you like me to to have your your spirit hang on for just a little longer until you see that we bring Rylas back?" I believe Anam Allfather has made this path for me, and I believe it is my time to. So, as John steps back, he just kind of plays a, a, a somber melody um, on his lute. Um, and as as the music starts to play, he closes his eyes and kind of keeps them closed. You see the the breathing still slow shallow painful you see kind of bits of, of pain flash across his face and he slowly opens his eyes and, and looks over at load and load can i talk to you alone of course so he he kind of message like uh motions for for load to come closer do we do the sitcom thing where we step like three feet away uh, yeah, no <laughs> Gatner's not really stepping any farther away because he's bedridden. Uh, but if he could, he, in, in fact, yeah, he gets up, walks three feet away, and is standing. Desire, uh, I, pull his, I pull his bed over for him so he can lay back down. <laughs> Nail. <laughs> that is a phenomenal reference. <laughs> That was fantastic. He holds a, a hand out um, and it looks like he's mustering all of his strength just to get that much. I take his hand. You remind me of him, you know? Linthos was a good friend. Someone who saw the best in Giant Ken. It's no surprise that he cared for you and took you in. Was a good friend. 
the the giants in your area are a resilient folk. I received word that Linthos is gone, but I've heard word that that there's more waiting for you there. Your people, they they're not through with you yet. I I know Anam Allfather entrusted Linthos with a great strength. That's understandably why he was able to to inherit this horn. I can see that that same strength you carry it as well. Lindos would be proud of you, Lode. Damn, this music works well. <laughs> Lode kind of looks looks down at his stomach. He's like just a little overwhelmed. Uh, you see that uh, Gatnar is really struggling to to kind of breathe. Like it's it's almost the end. Uh, you see him close his eyes. That horn has a pair. I believe it's still in Fuba. Linthos thought that if he could befriend your kind, he can make peace. He he gave the horn as a gift to your father. I I think it's time the horns are reunited with one another. If you think that's best. I do. You have the strength within you. Anamal Father has given you that strength. And with that, you see he closes his eyes once more and his breathing comes to a standstill. His hand goes limp in yours and you see that he has passed. Um, I don't think Lode wants, this, wants people to see him visibly shaken. I'm not sure that he's that kind of an actor. Yeah, I would say uh, roll a deception check. Hell yeah, dude. 17. Um, You're able to convince Rifeir and Voir. John has an inkling that, that something isn't sitting right. Um, but that's because of the the close relationship that you and John have have fostered. Where is Var? Uh, Var's not there. Var, I, I thought you were hovering outside on your broom. Oh, but you're not invisible. involved in this. I'm up above, invisible still. Yeah. 
I would imagine that you're able to see everything that's going on. The, the, in the hut. It's it's kind of a three-walled uh like lean to um with one of the sides completely open to the um to the okay. world. Yeah, that would be so you've been is able Gatnar to, to standing or is he sitting or laying or whatever you okay, see. He's laying down. Okay. Uh he's he's laying down. So I feel fairly devastated knowing that Lindos is gone. Um, feel like there's no closure. As you're you're kind of contemplating this and and thinking about Linthos being con, um, a giant from elsewhere in the the village uh, comes to the um, makeshift lean to that that Gatnar was um, was resting in. And he looks around and looks at Gatnar, and he solemnly nods. And he turns to to spread the word to the rest of the village. And uh, a few moments pass, and the four of you that have uh, stayed back are kind of left there with with Gatnar. Um, And you hear um, the the giant kind of going from, from house to house. He has passed. The All-Father is with him now. You hear him go to the next house. He has passed. The All-Father is with uh, him now. And he goes just, to the maybe dozen uh, houses and like, shares the same kind of staying, same message with each of the, this, the like giants just, that hands are still in the village. In the, what are you all doing? Rags. Because I, I just so John was, was playing a song. Big thing to load, and I didn't want to say a, a nice peaceful song on like his uh, his lute at the time. Um, as soon as he notices that he passed, uh, he he stops and lets there just be silence in the moment. <laughs> Much like. Yeah, I think war probably lands, um, allows the invisibility to fade and just stands with the group and sort of solemn. I'm just sitting on the bed. Okay. Um, as as you're kind of sitting on the bed and, and right here as you kind of come out of in, invisibility, uh, you see a, a female giant with long braided black hair step forward. Uh, from one of the nearby houses, and uh, she lifts Gatnar into her arms. She turns to to load while he's sitting on the 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 bed. Gatnar shall now be placed on his pyre to make his way to Anam Allfather. May the village enjoy the same peace under Rylas. Gatnar was a good friend and mentor to us all, and. 
Hopefully, we stay this peaceful with Rylas. And as she she turns to carry him away, the snow starts to pick up again. Uh, the the visibility ever decreasing. It's now about twenty feet, and you hear, um, like right as she she turns with Gatnar and is in her hands, uh, you hear loud footsteps running uh, to you. The uh, the first giant. Um, that that went off to go share the message uh looks at the female giant have you seen clogar and the female giant shakes her head i'm sure he's around here somewhere and she kind of continues on her her path uh towards the the center of the village uh where you see uh, a couple of giants starting to to build a pyre to rest gatnar on uh you see this this giant who went off to go share this message turned to you. Sorry, small folk. Uh, I, I am Blaris. My son, Clogar, he's, he wasn't at home. He, he's wanted to be a part of the hunts for some time, but I'm afraid he snuck off to go join Rylus and the others. Normally that would be fine, but with the passing of Gatnar, our protection from the white demon may no longer be on our side. Klogar might be in trouble. Will you help me find him? I immediately stand up and say, yeah. Lord feels like he needs to do something to get yeah. in the right <clears throat> mindset. Uh, I, I just say, I'm with Lode. Thor just kind of nods. Looks like um, right here. And-, and, and we know Tobar's with him. Uh, you know that Tobar is with Rylus, yes. Okay, all right. So yeah, we got to go that way anyway. We think. Um, and so Blaris, this uh, this giant, um, kind of starts to turn, just like, all right, they are going to end up at the offering table at some point. Uh, that's that would be where I head out. Uh, the offering table is straight up this path. Um, it's it's a couple hour journey, but I, I think you, you all look able bodied enough to be able to make it. Um, I'll, I'll I'll come with you um, to. I have to find my son. And you see, despite the the grief in his eyes for the the passing of God arc, you see fear, um, like a, a deep seated fear in his eyes. Um, and with that, we are going to cut over to Tobar. To me. So, Tobar, um, you are with Rylus, uh, Muto, Racklog, and Salidus. Uh Salidus has a net with a now unconscious bear um, on, on his back. And um, the bear you had shot in the shoulder. Um, and then Salidus had tackled it and knocked it out and ended bagged it um rylas turns to you do you think you could uh find find more how many more do you want whatever you can find um and if that's the case then i'm going to let uh smokey up in the air again as he starts to circle and all right see what happens and then i'm gonna use uh, uh to look through his eyes as well 
Cool. Uh, roll a perception check. We'll see what you're able to, to spot. 27. 27. There we go. Um, yeah, you are able to spot fairly quickly um, a small group of deer uh, about a mile or so north of where you are. Um, so to, to kind of put it in perspective where you, you've uh, traveled, um, you have been out for a, f- a few hours at this point um, off traveling and um, you, you found the, the bear, you bagged the bear pretty quickly and uh, now are came across a, a group of deer uh, that seemed to be um, looking through the intense snow um, trying to find small bushes and things to eat from. Um, and yeah, so they're, they're about a mile, uh, about a mile north of where you're at. Okay. I'm gonna pretty much come back and be like, would, would a group of deer work? How many? Um, how many? Uh, you saw, you saw five, uh, a handful, five. That, that should work. All right. It's we a mile have three. We, we just need three of the five. <clears throat> well, let's get all five then. I like your style. And he kind of uh, pushes you in the chest with his finger and it, uh, make a dexterity check. Okay. Dex check. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you almost lose your balance and fall backwards in the snow, um, but use your, your bow to kind of stabilize you and you stand back up um, and uh, are able to, to kind of maintain your balance. We should bring you on more hunts. I like this. Let's go. And uh, cool. Um. All right, and go ahead and make a stealth check as you approach and get closer. This is like bringing like a, a dachshund on a hunting trip, and he's just murking everything. You're like, this little dog's doing great. <laughs> I'm just going up against the bear. It's like, ah! like you're the size of a seven year old. <laughs> you're just <laughs> killing things all over the place. It's funny. Okay, um, so as you you kind of get closer, um, you're you're stepping through the snow carefully, and the, you've told the giants to kind of wait back as you're you're sneaking sneaking up on these deer. Um, deer are a lot easier to spook than uh, than a bear. Um, yeah. A lot more skittish, and as you get closer, um, you're taking your steps carefully lightly trotting through the snow um, being calculated with every step Uh, but one of your steps you hear the snow crunch louder than you expect and you freeze for a second you don't hear the any movement you wait a second longer and you continue forward a bit more um are you how are you approaching the the deer? Are you going to um, ambush? Are you going to like charge at them? Um, um, so I guess where are they? Like, are they in a group? Are they something like 
because I only have four people. Can we like kind of surround them, or like well, I guess like um, what's the terrain around us? To okay. yeah, so uh, you have a uh, you you kind of come into this this area where the trees are a little more sparse, um, okay. and through that you can see a few rocks. And on top of one of these rocks is uh, one of the deer, and the other four seem kind of scattered around uh, in a general area, uh, in the general area, kind of around these trees. Um, you see one of the deer kind of slowly walks behind one of the trees, um, but they're they're just kind of all in this uh, about sixty foot uh, diameter circle uh, of an area uh, where the trees are a bit thinner as they look for food. Okay. Um, in that sense, I want to see if this is visual, so it is somatic. Um, so under my breath, as quiet as I can, I would like to actually cast Summon Beast and get another um, animal out of the air. So I have pretty much two eagles. Okay. Uh, cast spell. Eagles. Okay. And then what I would like to do is because I can both control both of them as well. Um, I would like to pretty much have them try and take down one deer a piece while I shoot the third one at the same time. Okay. If that um, makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Kind of a, a simultaneous attack on, on three. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Uh, go ahead and roll two attacks, one for each of your eagles, and then uh, one with your bow. Nice. Good roll. Two talons, and then <laughs> action. It's longbow, beyond 20. 17. Yeah, all three of those hit. Um, deer are exceptionally not armored beasts. Um <laughs> And uh, you are able to to hit them. The the eagles uh, swoop down and uh, attack the the deer head on, um, confusing them and making it to where they don't run off and 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 skittish or, and scurry. Uh, and then your your arrow finds a purchase uh, in the neck of one of these deers, and you've kind of uh, subdued three of them. The other two, uh, at the sound, uh, start to to dart off in in uh, two different directions. And I do have one more attack. Would he, depending on how far I am away, would you allow me to shoot at another deer? Like maybe, or would that be? I don't know how uh, quick you think I can actually change a target. I don't. I know. would say try with disadvantage. Okay. Since the the deer uh, has a second or two to to run. So that's two. That's a 10 to hit. A 10 does not. Um, okay. So the, no the arrow flies past and, and gets stuck in the tree as the, the deer darts back around the other side of it um, and kind of prances off into the, the snowy distance. Um, and Rylus, um, seeing the three deer down ahead, uh, kind of stomps back o- over to you, lifts you up by the, the, the kind of back of your neck and plops you on his shoulder. Uh, and you're now like 14 feet off the ground. Um, he goes, nice, nice shot, small one. Sorry, nice, I went uh, for four, but perfect. I got greedy. No, three is three is perfect. He looks over at, at Muto. Do you think this is enough? Muto kind of 
looks over the the size of the bear, looks at the three deer. I think we are ready. Let's head to the offering grounds. And uh, you all start to make your way towards the offering grounds. Uh, and we will cut back to the other four. Um, so you have followed this path outside of the town of Brasha. You are heading north towards uh, kind of one of the larger mountains that you've seen um, from the from a distance, even before the snow kind of t- got really terrible. Um, the as you're you're kind of walking and, and searching for uh, Klogar, this this young boy, um, Blaris, the giant you are with. Uh, tells you about this this mountain. Uh, tells you that this mountain, the uh, sorry, let me, well, the Midalta Mountain um, is one of the entrances to um, a cave network known as the Frost Gauntlet, um, and that this this area has been kind of carved and shaped by. Um, beasts and by forces for thousands upon thousands of years uh that some of the first inhabitants of this this planet um created the area known as the frost gauntlet um and as he's he's kind of telling you all this he's eagerly looking around the the uh trees and uh through the snow uh desperately looking for clover it seems like he's telling you all of this uh as a way to to keep himself from uh spinning Hmm? out of control and and uh kind of losing losing himself uh can i have everybody Uh, roll a perception check have both uh pages open oh good our guy who's very uh, perceptive 20 roller here (laughs) yeah my bad (laughs) you got this don't worry Oh, apparently I do. Okay. Way to go, Sean. Yeah. I, I saw all the things. And right here. All right. We solved it. But we solved the problem, Josh. <laughs> I thought you could get D&D Beyond to work again. No? Still not working? Um, so uh so jean you hear a um a chewing noise um kind of a a a gnashing of of teeth into meat uh kind of up ahead into the the right from you uh from where you're at uh, you're not able to see much the snow is like i said kind of uh, picking up and visibility is pretty limited Uh, but you do hear over the uh the wind howling through the trees you do hear um what's the sound of eating interrupt it sounds like get involved with other people's situation it's really what sort of eating uh, just like we, teeth grinding. I, mean, I don't know. It, it might it, it, like load when he's at a tavern. A bunch of bears or something. So like teeth grinding on giant's kid or something. Yeah. Should, mm-hmm. I don't know. Come around is just Tokyo. We need him. I assume. Could be just an animal. Yeah. Should we just go around it? I mean, what what does that mean? Intervene. 
He's wearing my oh, clothes. We do that all the time. You can't. <laughs> What if we just feed the dude that we have traveling with us that we all forgot about to that thing? <laughs> we do. If he's <laughs> gone, it really solves kind of two problems. <laughs> Daffin, I, I say we like, check kind of friends, Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> Shut up, Daffin. <laughs> Fuck you. <sighs> yeah, I guess right here brings up a good point. If it's a kid, we should go check it out. But maybe we should ask the dad to stay behind just in case. Does anybody have like, yeah, that's a good point. Good. Uh, does anybody have like a, a a spell or something that can like see further or forward that can kind of like scout something that we would have our range? Let, let me check my spell right slots. <laughs> I got to see what I have here. Okay, so no features. All right, it's all good. Uh, I don't think I have anything that would that would. That would let us know. But I mean, I can get on the broom for a little bit and you can fly. in the air and scout. There is a storm a brewing, so just be careful if that's what you're going to do. I'll be up and down probably in 30 seconds. But yeah, I'll okay. go, uh, go check it out. Which direction did you hear it? I point towards the direction that it was. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a little uh, up and to the right down the path or down the, the kind of way from where you're you're headed and to the, the right in the, the trees. And uh, you fly up ahead, and as you're getting closer, roll one more perception check. I didn't even give you a bardic inspiration. <laughs> uh, as you're, you're flying, you kind of pick up on the, the sound that, uh, that Jean was talking about, but you're not able to, yeah, to pinpoint where it is. The, the snow is getting too, uh, too blustery and, and uh, in your face as you're flying up into the... Uh, uh, the air you're not as buffeted by the the trees um to sure actually see so uh, you don't really see much uh but you do start to hear the same noises that john was describing okay i'll head back to the group uh your handshakes like say, thank you, john. i i heard the noises i know they're over in that gonna, direction at all i i couldn't see what it was yep. <laughs> Tight, tight. All right, then. Uh, I'm going to Maybe we'll get run in. Right you want to go check it out? You're probably the sneakiest like person here now that we don't where it was have, described, uh, the noise is coming from. I'll leave you guys for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I'll, I'll give a bardic inspiration out to, uh, to Rife here right. as well uh, for this little mission. Predator handshake. That's all the bardic inspiration. Just automatic. Man. <laughs> I was just trying to link Bardic Inspiration. Didn't work. It uh, what, what is it? Uh, D8? <laughs> sure. Why not? Three. Thirteen. Sounds good. Um, make a perception check. A ten. Um, are you? Do you want to use the bardic inspiration before I? Uh, one d eight. Yep. Throw that bad boy on there. Thirteen. Uh, with with Voir's description and Jean's description of the uh, 
of the noise you are able to kind of make your way closer um and you do start to hear the noise as well and you see kind of behind one of the trees uh a large i'm gonna see if i can get a little bit uh, and a pool of blood um kind of on on one side of the tree it looks like it's splashed up on the the tree itself uh you're not able to clearly make out what it is uh but you could definitely tell that this large figure is is the source of the the noise that is the level that it's at Uh, you're about 40 feet away from the group and about <laughs> 30 feet away from this uh, this figure. Uh, but visibility is pretty limited from the snow. Man. <gasps> okay. Go ahead and roll a stealth check. <gasps> Motherfucker. That's the worst one. <laughs> stealth is yay. We're not getting any of that dude's money now. Because the the visibility is limited, doesn't need it because he's got super high stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, you you sneak up on it and you see that it's a trask. It turns around and eats everyone. And that's the campaign. We're done. <laughs> Toby lives. <laughs> Toby lives. <laughs> Wait, what about Daffin? <laughs> No, Devin's fine. You Fuck. find out that he was a secret sorcerer that was controlling the Tarrasque this whole time, and uh, that's it. That's the end. Killed by uh, no. Uh, Good night, everyone. This campaign. We could only hear it eating. <laughs> we couldn't hear anything else. No. Nope. We uh, couldn't see a Tarrasque thirty feet in front of us. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's that magical carapace. It's yeah, dude. It, uh, pretty sneaky in the snow um no you're, you're able to use the the cover of the snow to sneak up on this uh figure and you get about uh 20 15 feet away and uh as you get closer you start to see through the snow uh you do see the I'm figure is a large black bear uh eating a deer uh, and you see that as it's eating, it's it's like shaking its head. Yeah, once I as get it back, does the sinew yeah, of the deer. I would approach uh, and say, uh, "Let's loose a, a, a spurt of blood, and it, it was coats the tree, uh, kind of po- uh, pooling around the the base of the tree. It did not. Um, and the the snow around it kind of starts to melt and and steam uh, from the the warm blood. It looks like this yeah, deer was I mean, just the deer uh, wasn't close just killed, me, so, and this like, bear we, is we, we didn't eating a, much, uh, a so happy dinner. Don't need to avenge him. Let's go. Only okay. a little bit. Are you going to tell us about all the blood Maybe things? A little bit. <laughs> he describes <laughs> a like dead pan and just try and hold that without like cracking a smile. <laughs> Oh, damn it. All right. <laughs> Deception. All right. I think we can let this one go. Yep. We just go around. <laughs> okay. Uh, two. You talk, to the, you talk to the deer? Make a deception check. Tight. I feel like you should move with advantage. Uh, load, roll an insight check. Just, uh, I, I think a straight up uh, is solid here. I'm so glad. Good roll, actually. 
Uh, Jesus 20. Christ! So yeah, uh, that definitely beats your your fourteen insight. Uh, so yeah, you you totally buy what Rife you're saying. Wow, you listen to it every day. <laughs> and that little like respite of like what seemed un- unimaginable has lifted my spirits just a little bit. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I nod graciously to Rife here. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, continue you, on. <laughs> you continue on. Uh, the snow picks up even further. Your visibility is getting really limited. It's now down to 15 feet. Uh, you feel the air get colder around you. Um, and there's still no quite sign of uh, Clore yet. Um I need everyone to make one more perception check for me. God damn it, Vor. Open your fucking eyes. Vor is not doing well in the snow. Uh, I got it. I'm saving it for when it counts. I think our eyes hit each other. I think my eyeball hit your eyeball because we got a six. We got a six, a six, a 13, and and load with a 17. Uh, load so, as you're you're getting further and contemplating how Rifier was talking to a deer and and understanding this. Uh, you're kind of looking down at the ground and you see kind of disturbed snow in uh, in some spots up ahead. Um, wow! It, it looks uh, it, it looks about the same snow. pace as uh, as um, as footprints. Uh, also, the rest of Jean's rolls tonight will be with a disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You said it. You know what you did. You were, yeah, I explained it to Tom because he didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get it. Yeah, I was. I was helping Tom. He was like, "What?" <laughs> well, you didn't really do it. You just sort of made a noise. Well, I can't do it. It's a it's a tough noise to make. <laughs> it is a tough noise to make. It, oh, wait, it was you. I thought Mike made the noise. No, Steve made the noise. Guys, I see footprints. <laughs> <laughs> and then John goes, "Ooh!" <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear the sound of silence? <laughs> Fuck you! Don't even That's mention a great that. Cover, though. No, it is not. It's shit. Your shit. Shit. John, you take one psychic uh, True. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. <laughs> I actually say, ooh, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> A snowball hit me in the mouth. <laughs> I got 15. Anyway. All right, anyway. guys, there's, yeah. I see footprints in the snow. Are they ours? Uh, roll a nature check. Fair question. Uh, anyone who's interested in, in looking. I don't know. I took one damage. <laughs> I don't well, think so. Were they, were they in front of us or were they behind they're, us? They're in front. They're in front. No, no, I'm asking specifically oh, Okay. Like, this is Vlar yeah, asking Lode. They're in front. Did you just see our footprints or did you no. see someone else's footprints? Someone else's footprints. And when you, where did you see him? In front of us. Okay. In the snow. 
You want to show us? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I show them the footprints. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure not to step in them to, so I don't disrupt them. Because <laughs> then they would be my footprints and that would make me a liar. <laughs> Uh, I guess one will do an investigation. Okay. That works too. Nice. In- right. um, yeah, you do see that these, as as uh, Lode was explaining, these are in fact not Lode's footprints. Um, <laughs> they, they do go off uh, into the distance ahead of you uh, into kind of the, the deep, dark, snowy uh, abyss ahead of you. Um, into an area that you haven't uh, yet been yet. So these are definitely not your current party's footprints, and uh, they look a little bit larger than loads. Like, do they look like the giant's footprints? They look not as big as uh, the giant who is with you, but uh, they could be giant footprints, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll call the giant over and say, does this look to be roughly the size of your son's feet? He kind of squats down, gets really close to it, and puts his nose in the snow, looking as close as he can to the the footprint. It's snowed since then. These look to be about the same size, though. He stands back up, brushes the snow off his nose, and uh, starts uh, heading forward ahead of you, leaving you all behind. Is he and he's just following the footprints? Yep. He's just like beelining for the, the footprints. Cool. I guess I'm gonna try and keep up with him. Yeah. Okay. Um it's it's a little bit hard, especially as the snow is a lot higher on you than it is on him. Um uh, and he's not really slowed down by uh, having to navigate through the snow, but uh you do your best, it, it wins you a bit. Um and it's it's kind of tough, but you're able to, to keep up. Uh, we're going to cut back over to Tobar. Uh, so with the, the captured animals in hand, uh, Salidus takes the lead and guides uh, you and the other three giants through uh, some thick trees and uh, up the side of, of one of the mountains. Um, the snow is getting like worse than you, you've seen thus far. Um, it's even getting to the point where it seems like the giants are having a hard time figuring out which way is which. Um, I need you to make a constitution save for me uh, as the temperature continues to get colder and colder. Thirteen. All right. You take six damage, six cold damage uh, as the... Um, Sub-zero temperatures uh, bite at your your uh, moderately thick armor, um, and as as you follow the the giants uh, through these these trees, you see that they begin to part a little ways, and uh, it opens up into a small clearing, and you you get into this clearing and visibility seems to get a little bit better instead of being 10 to 15 feet it's now like 60 feet um you can see quite a bit further it still looks like uh, a severe blizzard all around you but within this clearing it doesn't seem as intense um 
and you see um, on the far side of the clearing, uh, about 50 feet away from where you're at, um, there is a platform made of ice with several pedestals on it, each with a ring attached to it. Um, and behind the the platform, uh, the large mountain that you saw before, the, the Midalta Mountain, um, rises up to its peak. Salidus uh, kind of trudges forward uh, through the snow and uh, heads toward the uh, the ice platform. And the other giants kind of walk towards the, the kind of center of this clearing and and stay behind. Uh, Tobar, what are you doing? Um, so I'm going to stick with the ones that are staying behind. And then once we get out of your shot of... Um, what was his name again? Sorry. Salidus. Uh, uh, so once we get out oh, of yeah, uh, once we get out of earshot of him, I'm gonna just be asking like, uh, so are we not taking these hills back to the encampments? Uh, Rylus kind of turns to you. We have uh, something we have to take care of first, uh, and then we have to hunt for ourselves after this. I hope you're you're not done already. Oh, no, no, no. I was just, I was wondering. I was just curious on why we climbed the mountain pretty much to come up here. But I mean, if you need to make a sacrifice to the gods or something like that, I, I mean, I fully understand it. We can uh, definitely get a good hunt after this and uh, they'll be pleased. So maybe we'll get even more of a bounty. Well, you do like ambushes, right? When they're not against me. <laughs> Uh, and as he says that, you see uh, Salidus with the, the animals uh, on his back, the, the uh, couple deer and the, the bear. He takes the netted animals off his back, um, each of them still kind of bleeding, but mostly alive. Um, and he ties a rope around each of the animals' necks. Uh, and these ropes seem to be pretty long, like 50 feet long per rope. And he ties one end around the neck and then about five feet down the rope ties that to uh, the the ring, a, a different ring on each pedestal. Uh, so there's this long slack of rope and then the tie on the ring and then the animal all, all next to each other. And um, as I see this happening, I'm going to just say, oh, dear God, and I'm going to just knock an arrow. OK. Uh and he, he pulls out uh, some flint and steel and he lights each of these ropes and they all start to burn. And as he gets the last uh, ropes lit, he runs back to uh, the the three of you or the four of you um, and says, OK, we're ready. And Rylus nods and picks you up. Uh, arrows still locked and. Uh, brings you back out of the clearing into the tree line. Uh, um, question, how long has it been since we captured the deer? Uh, it's been about an hour. Would you say it's been an hour or before an hour? Just so I know uh, it's uh, concentration. Uh, it's been uh, a little bit over an hour at this point. Okay, cool. Okay. Just so I knew if the summoned animal yeah. is still here. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he, he turns, uh, Rylus kind of sets you down uh, in the tree line. Now we wait. Uh, several minutes go by. 
the ropes continue to burn and eventually the rope burns past the ring and it is no longer tied to the pedestal the bear kind of starts to to wake up from its unconscious state and uh kind of panic not being where it was when it fell unconscious being attacked and and everything having a, a rope around his neck starts to, to panic and uh starts to to run towards the tree line and as it runs you hear a loud and a large shadow passes overhead the uh the bear turns back to to listen to the sound and starts to uh almost yelp not not a sound that you would expect to hear out of a bear but yelp in terror uh the rope around its neck finally burns off and as it does you see a large white blur streaking by letting out a monstrous roar uh, go ahead and roll a perception check for me All right. Um, so as you hear this roar, you look over and you see this this blur fly by, fly by, and um, about forty feet to your right, kind of on the right edge of this this clearing, you see a young giant run in towards the center of the clearing, um, kind of looking around to see who's there. Um, Right as the the white blur flies down and grabs the bear, and the bear is is taken up into the sky. You see, as it turns around, this white blur blur slows down, and you see a ginormous white dragon with jet black eyes circling around to come back in for another kill. You see, frost seems to pour out of the dragon's mouth. And the ant, the the deer on the platform, uh, awaken terror and start to run. You see this giant having made eye contact with uh, the your group of hunters appears to be right in line with the dragon's next path. Um, you see. So him. with, uh, so Go with ahead. this real quick. Um, how tall is this giant? I guess. Uh, this this new giant, the newcomer, uh, is about nine feet tall. Okay. Um, in that case, I am going to do rapidly um, two cantrips, and you can tell me how well this does, but I'm going to do Mold Earth. Okay. Um, I'm going to put a block of earth five feet tall right in front of him um and then i am going to then cast message to him and say if you want to live you will duck right now okay um he kind of looks confused for a second and sees this this large mound of dirt come out of the snow in front of him and he has this five foot like half wall uh, ahead of him and as this dragon turns swoops in coming for the deer and in line with with this younger giant uh you see this icy wall shoot from its mouth uh instantly freezing the the rest of the deer on the platform and basically creating a line of ice 
between the platform and the edge of the clearing. You see this this wall, this this half wall, um, the the giant duck down just barely in time uh, to to uh, avoid the brunt of this. Um, let me see here. Roll some dice on my side. I find all of the right dice. The fact that you're having to look for dice is concerning for the damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and you see that uh, the ice seems to uh, like just graze this, this giant's back um, as he's ducked down beneath this five foot half wall. And the the ice um, seems to kind of freeze around him, but doesn't quite envelop him. Um, he kind of falls to the ground and he doesn't appear to be moving, um, but it doesn't look like he was in a direct hit from this uh, this ice uh, wall. Um, the. Uh, the dragon swoops down and snatches one of these new icicle uh deer and flies back up into the air and with one solid chomp the the deer explodes into a bunch of ice shards um and frost kind of falls with pieces of deer uh from the giant's mouth and you hear the giant uh kind of turn to to you all um seemingly aware of of you in that area your deal is done. And uh, Rylus steps up. It is time. Now we attack. And Rylus grabs his, his spear or his staff. Muto grabs his spear. Racklog grabs his spear. And uh, the giants all rush forward. And we're going to cut back to the other four of you. Um the the snow continues to get uh <laughs> thicker and thicker uh you're down to to 10 feet visibility at this point the path that blaris has has been leading you on is difficult to follow because of this heavy snowfall it's even getting harder to see where he is and he's not that much farther ahead than you are um and suddenly as you're running the trees shake under a gust of wind created by this loud from up ahead and you hear a piercing roar not too far ahead from where you are. Uh, Does a perception check count as any of those things? Actually, I don't think go ahead so, and make right. a perception check for me. Oh, right. All right. So Tobar's dead. You guys uh, ready to go home? Sure. All right, then. Wow. I don't know All anything. Right. <laughs> Well, oh, oh, no, right here. Two no, no, ones. Hold up. My new feature is that if someone gets a nat one what? near me on an ability attack roll, Just ability or saving throw, I can use my reaction to, can get to let one of them re-roll. Yeah. Uh, so one of you can re-roll. Okay. Yeah. An ability check. That would be an ability check, but uh, only one person gets to re-roll. Yeah. Right here was determined to not notice shit. I'm in my own right. mind right now. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. What? Sweet. Holy shit. Just for shit. Just for shit. What is 400? 
No, I, I no, didn't no, it. Oh that's my amazing. God. It's a Holy 1 shit. in 400 chance. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, wow. that was a worthless crew, feature. <laughs> the first time I got to use it, worthless. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, we'll see if there are other opportunities if you uh, survive. Um, so, yeah, you uh, you see uh, Voir and Jean, you see above you um, this this blur, this shadowy blur fly overhead um, and start to head back down the path the same direction you all are heading. Excuse me. Uh, as you get closer, the uh, the trees start to thin into a clearing um, and you see uh, ahead of you a large platform made of ice sitting a little bit to the right of where you are. Um, Rylus and several other giants appear to be running towards the center of the clearing from the left of where you're at. And uh, a little bit ahead of you, about 20 feet into the middle of this clearing, is a young giant uh, lying in the snow with his ice, uh, with his back encased in ice, with a uh, five foot tall dirt kind of hill in front of him. Uh, you see this this large white dragon slammed down on the platform of ice ahead of you, shattering it. Uh, he lets out another bone chilling roar as everyone now gets their first good look at Eldrag, the white demon. His long serpentine neck with frost white scales, uh, his large, powerful feet with huge claws and inky black eyes. Uh, the wings, although mostly white like the rest of the body, seem to have a blue tint to them that kind of glows a little bit in the limited sunlight in this clearing. Uh, you see that Rylus, Sleetus, Muto, and Racklog all have run forward to attack their spears and staves at the ready. Um, and the frost begins to form around the dragon's mouth, and the air around you all drops a few more degrees. Um, Lode, even though you are familiar with this chilling cold, this drop seems to affect even you. Um, this is a cold none of you have experienced before. Racklog and Salidas run forward, uh, spears out, ready to attack. And as soon as they raise their spears, Eldrag unleashes another torrent of frost and ice, instantly freezing them to the spot. Rylus and Muto... Fortunately, behind Racklog and Salidas, uh, appear to have been spared in this. Eldrag kind of puffs out a last bit of frost and brings his head low to the ground, looking over this new kind of group in this clearing. I take it this is the end of our arrangement, giant kin. So be it. More food for me. And his wings spread out wide, and he takes flight once more, turning towards the peak of the Medalta Mountain, and disappears over the ridge. Uh, the The air kind of s stabilizes; it warms back up just a degree, but it's still very cold. The snow still uh, falling at an intense rate around you, and you see Rylus and Muto stand with their head held low for a moment, mm. paying respects for their now frozen friends. Uh, Rylus, with a, a new determination, a new uh, energy, 
grabs his staff in one hand and looks towards you all just coming out of the clearing, looks towards the mountain, looks back towards Tobar, and then looks towards Muto. He's gone back to his lair inside the Frost Gauntlet. No giantkin has seen the lair. Today, that changes. The Frost Gauntlet is there, and he points, uh, at the base of the Medalta Mountain. The battle is just beginning. Today, the White Demon will fall. Rylas. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> or pick me up. <laughs> Put me on your shoulders. I can't walk. Rylas right, kind of turns way. back around. Picks you up uh, by the, like the scruff of your neck and uh, puts puts you on his shoulder. Cool. You're joining in this fight. Of course. Why wouldn't I? And then uh, I just did a perception check of twenty, so I'm definitely going to be able to see the group arriving. Uh, be like, and our reinforcements have arrived as well. Give me a few minutes just so I can catch them up to speed on what we're doing. Would you wait for me, real quick? I'll give you. I only need like time. 20 minutes. Not, no more. I can wait. And he right. slams the, the staff into the ground and uh, kind of leans on it and just looks uh, over at the now incoming party. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> I made <Hey> friends. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> Stop making friends with Dragon. Small world. God damn it. It's good. <laughs> Uh, so okay. I make a bubble uh, so we can all jump in there. <clears throat> Bubbles! Bubbles. <laughs> uh, before everyone goes into the bubble, uh, you see Blurris runs over and sees Klogar uh, on the ground next to this dirt mound, uh, ice encasing his back, uh, and he looks uh, just face down in the snow. And as Blurris runs over, he looks down and. Uh, Klogar starts to push up onto his elbows and starts to sit up. Uh, and as he sits up, the ice kind of falls off his back and he looks, he looks rough. Uh, he only had three HP left. Um, otherwise he would have been down. Um, and I change that five foot over into a chair. What's that? Just real quick, like, uh, can I change that five foot uh, mound into a chair just so he can sit? Yeah, um, sure. Seven. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, Blaris helps him up, Klogar up into the chair, and Klogar kind of sits and catches his breath, and uh, they're gonna kind of catch up and talk while uh, you all are in the bubble. Yeah, they can't fit in my bubble. So, all right. So next ten minutes, hundred percent role play. Yes. Everybody just be your character. Don't describe, I mean, maybe describe actions a little bit, but mostly just, we're just talking. So coming into the bubble, guys, how did you find, what, what are you doing here? I'm happy to see. I'm on a hunt with them. It's what? The hell is what I do? Uh, Animals, usual hunts. We, we you see the dragon? We you saw a fucking yeah, dragon. Yeah, we lured it out. It, it was their offering to their god. That's not hunting. That's not yes, hunting. That's not hunting, man. That's not guys, hunting. Guys, guys, Okay, we got a bear. We got three deer. We sacrificed them to their god. 
so we could go out and hunt and get more bounty. That is how it, the world works. Man, that's not how the world works. <laughs> yes, it is. Tobart, Tobart, we need to go. <laughs> we need to. We need to get our things. We need to get situated. We need to tell the giants goodbye, and we need to go. We are here for a reason of the axe. Yeah, we need to we need to find Eldrag's horde, but which is that way? That's Eldrag. Eldrag's a really common name. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not when it it looks like that. It could have been a different Eldrag. That's all I'm saying. His name is Eldrag. (laughs) I just assumed it was Falcor. Sorry. (laughs) I see giant white dragon. I think Falcor. Weird, but all right. Um, he's that way. He announced himself as Eldrag, so we need to go over there, return the sword, so we can finally get out of here. I, I don't have time to like sit around and just like think about stuff. I need to keep going, guys. Okay, okay. So, I don't know what you're trying to prove, Tobar. We don't need to kill anything. The the shaman that just passed away had a deal with this dragon, a peaceful relationship with this dragon. We don't need to fight and kill this thing. That doesn't need to be our go-to option. And we need to tell your friends out there who are bloodthirsty that that is not the option here. That we can return the act. We can, well, we can sailed. Sean, that, I'm, that ship has sailed for them. He just I'm not, it. I'm not so sure, John, because this is like the Selton John guy. He's like a mafia boss trying to get protection. And like if, if it's not going to stop. Lode makes two excellent points referencing Elton John and the Mafia, which are definitely things that he knows about. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same well, time, is this, this isn't our fight. This isn't I never our- said we were going to fight him. I just said we need to go to return this axe that we came up to this freaking cold weather to do. After that, you guys do what you must, but... Just didn't seem like... I mean, Thing was really looking to discuss things. Maybe we wait. I mean, once we show him an axe, we're gonna be kind of changing. Like, if I was to take your spell book and then show it to you five years later, I don't care if we're about to fight. You'd probably be asking, "What are you doing with my spell book? Please give it back." Well, yeah, and then we have a pretty good answer. Yeah, I'd be pissed at you. Well, that's great, but that's not here nor there. And also, here's your spellbook back. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we would have a pretty good answer that we went into an ancient temple where your axe was clearly lost, found it, and now we're bringing it back to you. Also, we're friends with another kind of big entity. Actually, uh, yeah, we could just give. And it's a Leviathan. What I'm saying to do, like, let's go do that. I'm just saying, I've never said let's go fight it. Uh, That's why I don't have an arrow knocked. I said, they're going to fight it. I don't give a shit about them. They literally mean nothing to me. Right. You understand how it would be bad if they went in fighting and we went in just being like, hey, dragon. Like, that's not. Okay, so we wait 10 minutes. Things. We wait not 10 fight minutes a dragon. That. That's for damn sure. Like, oh, that's weird. Them if they're heading that direction anyway. I mean, I really is there any way we can resolve this peacefully and maybe convince this? Mm. I don't want to offer what if them he, up as their own. Load is the one that's cursed, though. That's the thing. Load has got the one, curse. One that it's is not true. Them. John is very. We, we have also have this, and that we can present <laughs> him with that axe curse. and let him know that there is oh, an inn that we right have, here. What do you want to do? Where we can potentially say, set up yeah, some sort of peaceful deal between his tribe. There. Well, and, thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
you're not going to be able to talk him out of it. He's bloodthirsty as no other. Why? I'm pretty. I'm pretty persuasive. I think I might be able to talk to him. You. But we need these guys to that. calm down, so I think I can work on that. I can get these is, guys to chill. Is this going to be a recurring thing where Stylus here dies Accurate. and their deal ends, so the dragon attacks the town again? I don't even think it's going to be this he dies. I think it's just going to be until we leave. I don't He's know. very I mean, bloodthirsty. If, if the dragon is able to make a deal with... The people it seems, it seems like he kept that last time, but the fact is that deal has an expiration date. Well, how long do giants live? I mean, it depends on the giant. How long did the shaman live for, Tyler? Probably not as long when they live next door to a dragon. Probably. <laughs> um, the hill giants, um, which is what the um, this group of giants are based off of. Uh, live for up to, I believe it's 200 years old. It, it is now in this world, regardless of what D&D okay. lore is. 200 so, years. And how old is this Rilo Ken guy? Uh, Rylus, you... Never give him, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Never let him see you cry. <laughs> Rylus is a, in his 60s. Alright, we're going to get 140 years out of this, basically. I have no idea. I mean... That's a pretty long deal, dude. That's pretty good. Like, there are nations that go to war way more often than that. I'm not advocating that that's good. Like, it's better to go to war more often. I'm saying 140 years from now, which I'm not even sure you got that number because math. But <laughs> you'll have children are in the wake again because the dragon has assumed that's the case. But I think, maybe, are we jumping ahead of ourselves? Can we even kill this thing? That, did you see how big it was? It was literally gargantuan. It its wings. We felt, you know, fucking way down the mountain in comparison to these guys. I don't even know what it was like up here with Tobar. It was probably like a freaking. All right. Lizard. Well, then let me. Or can you roll let, a let, history check? Yeah. Sure. All right. Just uh, let's just do straight intelligence check. Straight intelligence. Saving throw or just a check? Just check. 20. Perfect. Uh, this makes a lot of sense as you are a well-studied individual. Um, Just like load. Dragons, exactly like load. Uh, dragons are something that are is, is covered at um, the Barrett University of Magic. It's, they are the world's oldest magical beings, uh, and the research and documentation on them is relatively extensive. Um, based Not off of the, the size and the, the kind of uh, ferocity of, of Eldrag in this encounter, you get the sense that uh, the age of Eldrag puts him about uh, an adult white dragon. Um not quite the oldest uh, level, but still challenging. So not an ancient. <laughs> That's what I. Not an ancient white dragon. 
that's good. <laughs> um, so which would mean it would just get harder as it goes along. Yeah, it just gets harder as it ages. But again, that's it. It doesn't feel like our fight, and it doesn't feel like it should be their fight either. It feels like it used to be peaceful. We got a young buck here who's trying to prove himself, and there's no reason that has to be the course of action. That's how what it feels. That's the, my vote is that we don't fight. We return um, the axe. We make a deal with the dragon, and we leave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna. Oh, I don't know if I should say this. I'm gonna. John, can they hear us outside? No. John. So you need to speak out. Yeah, I, I need. What here? What if we just take care of the other side of the problem? We've got a young buck here. If he doesn't listen, maybe we put the buck down. I believe I can make him listen. I, again, uh, let's try not to kill anybody in this situation. The thing is, is I'll play Los Advocate. If we can't convince them permanently, that dragon's going to ruin this town. Are we okay walking away from here, dooming that town? Yes. I don't, I, I don't think the ends justify the means in that scenario. I don't know. I don't care about them. I mean, I mean, the world's gonna world's gonna go around, and I mean, nature's gonna have its circle, regardless. You can but say that. About anything. I want to make sure. I, I want to make sure is, that you can guys are fine doing that. Happening. Can we stop it from happening, though? That's the question, right? If that dragon just says, "Nah, fuck you guys," and just flies out of that cave and then goes after the town, what are we gonna do, right? Like, there's there's there is a strong possibility that there is nothing we can do against a dragon, as we currently are as a group. We can take care of the problem that's at our hand right now if we cannot convince him. I'm saying if you go out there and you cannot convince him for the life of you, what is our plan? I can convince him. I'm telling you I can't. No, no, no. I I know. That's great. I'm playing Loth's advocate. What if you can't? I can. We are not gods. What if you can't? I can convince a giant to not go into a dragon cave. I think that is an incredibly easy thing to do. I can do it. (laughs) Are you talking about convincing the giant not to go to the cave or convincing the dragon not to attack the village? I can only do one afterwards. I can convince the giants to calm down. I literally have a spell that's calm calm emotions or calm mind. I say we deal we cross that bridge when we get to it. This isn't a calm mind he was calm all the way up here he knew what he was doing i got i don't can i do that i I got that i got one of these guys i do too but i'm saying we need to know so we don't have another one of these roundtable discussions right after we find out that we can't convince him what do we do as a backup plan if we cannot convince him Yeah, we, we, we can, we can we do our best. We need to be as a party to know, because I don't know what everyone's thinking on if we can't convince him. If, I don't know if, if War's going to throw a fireball or if Load's going to rage. No, I mean, if I the giant the dragon, then, then there's nothing we can do, right? I mean, that's not, at some point, yeah, I agree that we have made, I, I'm not going to say that we have a responsibility to the village, because I don't think we do. But we definitely don't have a responsibility to, to stop the chieftain of the village from screwing over the village. That's right. not on us. That can't yeah. be on us. 
We take right. that kind of responsibility. Who are? What are we saying? We are. We're the Valor Guard. We're not the Valor Guard. We got no big fucking ones. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hoo ah. I, I I hear everything you're yeah. saying, Tomar, and ah. I understand that you've hunted with these guys. Uh, we literally just walked in upon this village, and some of them tried to attack us. Right. I think it's unfortunate that their chieftain just died and that we find ourselves in the position that we're in. We do have a job to do and a duty to do. Just remember, once we do this, we're going to attempt to go find your dad at some point. I'm fully aware of that. I'm just wondering, because you guys say that you are good and you look out for people, if you are fine leaving these people to literally die. What can we do? You're You're making it sound like we can just take care of this dragon like it's nothing. No, again, I'm there is a care of. Can't. Yes, we're going to have to go find this dragon. I'm not saying we're confronting it at all. Please make sure that that is known. I'm saying we're going to have to go find it. We have one of two options when we get there. We can just give them the axe and go, okay, everything's all handy dory. Bye. Or we can go, hey, we got the axe. We also took care of your problem. He's not going to come over here and attack you if John's able to convince, or we unfortunately I take care of the problem. And then go, hey, you know, your peace treaty can still happen. And these people are not under the belief of what this new chieftain who literally just got chieftain five minutes ago from what you guys are saying. They still want to honor your deal. And then we save a village as well. Lode, who's the chieftain of this clan if this guy dies? Um, Two that look like they're likely to survive. Um, so it's been here for five minutes. He knows the inner working from the Duke. From the well, I, guess I, might, I might know like an organizational structure. I might not know the name. No, I know. I was just kind of playing. Uh, you have not been directly introduced, but based off of the um, the general worry about him, uh, Bogar would be the next in line. The guy who was just attacked by Eldrak. So we got three three giants that are out there right now. Uh, you have a total of six you have the four hunters two of them frozen and then you have uh blaris and clogar the dad and son who uh clogar had gone after the hunters and blaris was the giant that led you to the clearing so there are six well, now there are four living, but there there are six giants there overall. Okay. We probably don't have to worry about the two frozen guys. Yeah. Dad and kid are probably not going to be really a big thing. Dad's taking care of kid. Kid's kind of out of it. So it's really just the other two. I mean, yeah, we can, we can take care of them if we need I'm to. I'm just saying, if we're not able to, instead of damning this damn village to death, we have a chance to save them. And we I'm not going to walk away. We would not be damning the village. No, no, no. That village did absolutely nothing. That village has done absolutely no, nothing saying, except wake up this morning. I'm saying these two giants be damning the village. Yeah. That's I, not I'm I saying we are the chain breakers. We can break that chain and we can go ahead and save them. Tobar, run, run, me through, run me through your plan. I'm not sure I totally understand. So what yeah, are, what are your, what's plan A and what's plan B in, in your mind? Plan A. John walks out and does John, and everyone goes home happy. That's the plan I hope for. No, no, but go through that. So he goes out, he convinces the Giants, and then we go but to the cave. The Giants go home. We go to Aldrag. 
we return the the axe everything's okay we talk to him be like hey you know there's a new chieftain in town he's dumb as shit as is most uh giants but we've talked him down we told him how it's done you're a half orc no i'm not i've known he he knows giants but okay hold up so here's the thing if i go out there and i i convince him that he needs to to leave right i'm not just gonna say hey dude get out of here and go i'm gonna tell him go back to the village and evacuate right because for a worst case scenario that dragon's coming down and he's destroying things and at least they can get away i get that but we can also then use that as not leverage but saying hey we brought this as well as we took care of that guy who's like pretty much saying oh i'm gonna kill you he's not gonna kill you anymore he's not he we we talked him talked to him john you can talk to the dragon and make sure he understands that the guy's very scared come to talk to the dragon. <laughs> we have to talk to the dragon regardless i don't want to be that at least well, I have to you're the best talker soon. here you've told me and everyone here knows this you're the best talker that's <laughs> why you're about to go to, to talk to him yeah, I'm with John All right, here. So, B, if I convince the giant, the dragon's gonna do to it. Not go kill the dragon. That seems like a good idea, regardless. That's the plan I want. I yeah. want everyone to be sure of this. That's that a good the plan. plan. I want. So plan B, unfortunately, is if we can't do it, we're gonna have to take care of the problem. True. So I'll just be blunt. We're gonna have to kill him. The giant. No. Yes. Sorry. Yes. The giant. If the giants, they can do that, right? Like, there's no reason that we need to intervene at that point. Yeah. Right. Why would our hand be the one to bring the axe down? Let the dragon do that. If that's what they want, let the dragon what do I'm it. saying. Because then we have a chance to save a village. If we just walk away, oh, we have no chance Dovar, to save a I'm village. Saying, is this not what this group is about of trying to save, save people? Because that's all I've been hearing from you guys is that we're trying to save people. You're, you're confusing saving people, which, yeah, we would love to save people with us fighting a dragon. A deal. We, we're not we fighting not a dragon ever. For the I'm not trying to save fight a dragon. I'm saying let's go to Aldrich, whatever his name is. I'm saying we have options. He's so saying kill the giant. Need to not drag. To yes, I get that. I, I, I should say confront the dragon. dragon. We let John. But you want us to confront the dragon? The dragon we Wait, have what? to talk to regardless. Go ahead, Josh. Or uh, right there. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I, if I'm a dragon, I know that person's not going to try and step to me or anything. I just killed his friend. Like, it makes perfect sense. If you're a bully, and someone who's... if Let's just go here. If you're a bully, and someone's picking on you, and then you smack them around, you beat them up, and blah, blah, blah. Let's say you kill them. And then uh, someone else who was a family member of the bully says, hey, you know, I want to be peaceful. Are you really going to be peaceful with him? Really? They've had peace. That's the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I mean, if you guys want to do that, I'm here. Actually, I agree with him. I think. I we think have we have a chance to save a village. That's all I'm going to say. For giants not to go. If the giant doesn't agree with us, well, I just want to drop the axe off and get out of the way, and that won't be an option 
if the giant goes there and tries to kill the dragon. So I think guys, I I can I can convince that giant. Like I said, I got spells. Then I've got then we have plan A. I'm saying that's great that you have all that. I, that's plan A. That's perfect. We're not talking about plan A right now, John. We are talking about plan B. I could just stun him. Um, so I'm, I'm plan A, I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. Trying to convince the giant not to go there, try to go back home. Plan B, I think we kill the giant. If John, I know John's got all these spells and everything, but as a person who also you know, casts a spell or two, you know, those spells will wear off and then he'll just go and try and kill the giant or the dragon. I, I won't have a part in that then. Like if, if that's what we're doing, I won't have a part in killing the giants. I'll, I'll put it out there right now. Yeah. All right, so, so you won't, you won't kill the giant to save well, the village. If it comes Load to where it, you are, Obar, how about this? If we absolutely I, have to stop I him from running in there in and, the and stirring things up with the, with uh, the dragon style justice, I'll yeah, just hit him I, in the spine or something and, and give him a jolt. And I don't give moving. a shit about this Lando Cal Rylissian, but it's not our place to kill a giant who's not doesn't mean us any harm. And he's also trying to do his best, right? Like he thinks and, he's doing the right thing. And I think us killing him, it, it, why? Like what, where, does, what are, where does it end if we start yeah. killing people because we think they're making the wrong choice? Pretty big. So, yeah, goal. let's talk about that. Then let's talk about that because there's two of them. So plan C, I guess. We don't kill him. <laughs> He's going to the dragon. Now what? Well, the we dragon leaves. Him. Hold up, the but dragon leaves the cave, them. right? He goes down to the village and starts wrecking shit. Okay, well, we got free access to the horde, right? We return yeah. the axe. We, so we have fucking leave. Like, that's... That's well, we, don't know, we don't know enough about the returning of the axe. Like, for all we know, the Eldrag has also, to be a part of that. Also, if we're caught inside the horde of a dragon, I've heard stories that never ends well. But what a way to no go. No your intention. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not the way I'm going. I mean, I, I mean we okay. got a guy here who can be invisible, have his own little unexpected journey inside <laughs> the dragon's horde. Okay, what about this? What about this? And I will take the village out of out of my thoughts then. If Dum Dum over here doesn't listen to him and goes. We camp out for a how long how long do we have before we have to return this this axe? How long? I think we gotta go now. Like no reason not to, I guess. No no no, like, I know, but but why uh, don't we just long? like send a pigeon? Oh, why don't we send just, your just pigeon? Just a second, just a second. Tyler, how long? Because I would know this. Oh, you're on mute, Tyler. Still muted. Can't hear you. Can't hear you, buddy. So much for an easy to press hardware button. There we go. <laughs> uh, the uh, the original timeline uh, that Eldrag gave load was 14 days, and you are on day 11. Okay, so I would know this um, as well. I'd be okay if he goes in. We come back to this bubble, and we stay here for one whole day inside this bubble. Then that is enough cooling off period, pun intended, to then go into that cage cave and return it. 
as if we were not part of this at all. Oh no, we lost a good man. Did that he whole it? day, he did see he us. Killed him with the giants. Yeah. What if, what if we just sent like he's a raven? Yeah, he's a dragon. Yeah. What if we just sent a raven down to the village and said, "Hey, everybody, evacuate because you know this dude's about to do something really dumb." And that way, if this dude dies, it's fine. The village is gone. Sure, right? Let me just pull out my pocket raven. Well, I think he's got a bird, right? <laughs> he's got a bird that can just like do a mission for us real quick while we hang out. Yeah, I think I think we. Well, uh, well hey, this, here's the thing. So, Rifier, uh, to, to play a DM level advocate here, uh, yep. if you do send Rifier's a raven to a village to telling everybody to evacuate, so like um, a you're making an entire village Rifier's homeless, like, and b where are they going to go? And so, like, right, but they'll be alive. <laughs> Right For now, I mean, if that's if that's our big thing about Tobar wanting to keep people alive, I mean, they would be alive. They're giants; they can clearly hang in the snow. I'm kind of big on the invisible guy stealing stuff from the dragon idea, though. Not at moment. Oh God, we're gonna die one way or another in this thing. There, there are historical textbooks where it worked out pretty well. <laughs> Well, Jean's kind of the same way with Lode. If Lode was like, no, we're going to go kill this dragon to save this village, I mean, like I said, Lode would just, or uh, Jean would just be like, all right, here's, here's what we're doing. Yeah, Bor doesn't really care that much about killing, I don't really care that much about killing the uh, the giant, but that being said, it makes a certain amount of sense to me. But again, he's not doing anything wrong, right? Like that, I, I guess that's where the morality is. Wrong. Is he? He's, he's doing what he thinks is right. He is, well, yeah, he's doing what he thinks is right, but I mean, right. so is every villain in the history of the world. No, like I, I feel like most people can can like I probably took that a little too far, but like I think that this guy thinks that he can take a dragon, which is wrong, and I also think that Tobar thinks that he can take a dragon, which is wrong. We can't. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, cool. as long as we can, t- we just gotta stop him from killing the dragon. I guess find the dragon. As long as he mind. Yeah. Keep in mind, War would know that this is a this is an uh, a, a creature that can attack like three or four times in a turn. Has like cone breath, like literally anything would one shot Voir. Like oh, you would know. War does yeah. not want to fight this guy. And, and John's in the same place. Let me be clear. <laughs> yeah, War yeah. is very, very like not fighting the White Dragon, this Eldrag guy. No, no, no. He that's why he's okay with killing the giants, right? Because he's killing okay. the giant. Yeah, we can hear you, buddy. Okay, I'm on my phone, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Lone and I would get no, too shot. I'm, I'm very on board not fighting the dragon. I think I want to kill the dragon. I mean, I, I, I want to kill the giant if it stops us from having to fight the dragon. But I think if we don't kill the giant, and if he's not convinced, then we're, we might end up fighting the dragon. I in no and way want to fight a dragon. Let me be clear. I, 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 I can be honest. Convince this guy. I kind of want to fight a dragon. Well, you're the only one who can take a hit from a dragon. That's why you want to fight it. You and Rife here, but all the rest of us are going to get one shot. Dang. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, one or you two more shots. You to to achieve, <laughs> To be fair, that is based off of the ancient dragon stat block. Oh. What's that, to one and shot? Not off. Yeah, so to one shot any of you. And not off of this dragon stat block, which... Is well, I've only got 58 hit that. Yep. Okay. I guess I'm surprised. 
I've got 30 hit points. I'm barely out of the range of a normal just D20 killing me. Yeah. Yep. What's the attack? Um, I am not using a stat block that is in the monster manual. Oh, okay. I, I, and, and to be fair, Vlar's not... It's not meta, I don't think, for War to be like, I don't want to fucking fight a dragon. No, that, that's fair. I just, yeah. I, I don't want the assumption to be like, yeah. well, I know that all dragons are like ultra powerful beings. Um, when War's history reveals that this isn't a f- dragon of that caliber, uh, no, sure. it's a, a younger, much weaker dragon than than the one shotting. Sure, it's a weaker it's the same but, way that like Tyron Lu. It, it's still a challenge. Exactly, but. exactly. Like he's controlling an entire village, right? Like a, a handful of giants isn't going to stop this guy. Clearly, sure, but how, how do we know these giants are actually good fighters? Okay, what if we nix all of this, right? What if we just say, you know what, we're going to go in with these giants and we're going to fight the dragon. We are going to be stronger as a unit if we work with the giants. And we kill the dragon. It breaks the curse from load. It saves the village. And we have to fight a dragon. And we might have to fight a dragon anyway. I think it's a great point. I think you're fucking out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'm going to all you come up with like, new spitballer ideas here? <laughs> bullshit idea. Stupid <laughs> idea. Kind of you feel bad for brainstorming. If we kill the dragon, there's an entire horde there waiting for well, you. I'm not either. We would die. It would be fun, but we'd die. To so. just run me at you. This you can have it all. If I'm dead. The thing is, you won't be there because we'll have beaten the dragon. Also, we can give load the axe and let him go ape shit in there. Like he could be super load again. I don't want to fight the dragon. What, you just want to fucking fight the dragon? I thought we were all about oh. not fighting the dragon. <laughs> well, I have right, never been now fully I'm saying, about not fighting a dragon. Oh. I'm with Vor on this one. We're not fighting a dragon. Vor and I are not fighting a dragon. I will show him how to hunt an animal instead. <laughs> Right, but what I'm saying is maybe we'd be stronger as a unit. Like, it, it, we would need to work something out or, with them that, like, if shit went sour, that they're at, like, the foot of the cave, and then we can just... I mean, wasn't the We can have them there the ready load. to jump in, because we're going to need help. The giants are way easier to kill than the dragon is. I, I hear you. I'm saying yeah, have the giants Not morally easier. All right, John. Yeah, definitely not morally easier, but... But I'm saying if it it has to be me, I'll fucking do it. (laughs) I can't I cannot ensure that I would stay with the group if that's what we decided to do. Mm. Just to kill these giants. I don't know. So I I, I cannot be a part of killing. Cursed by an axe. So (laughs) No, it's it's kind of like temporarily benign right now because he's not in possession of the axe and boars. They're parlayed right now. <laughs> they're parlayed. But I, I say, I don't know. I say, convinced Rylus. I don't know. So six, so seven on one actually would be the odds for this. It's not one. It's a dragon. <laughs> now I've got Tobar. <laughs> no, no, no. So the way I'm thinking about this is Tobar is looking for greatness. If he kills a fucking dragon, he would be known as Tobar the Great. I'm yeah. not saying we should kill the dragon. Yeah. Let me... Nothing, nothing at all. I'm trying to have an actual plan, B, right? So okay. <laughs> okay. Plan A is that you know, I don't even know what plan A is exactly. So we convince oh, the giant that you convince him. He goes home, and we just return the axe. 
I thought I knew plan A, but now there's a fucking dragon killing part of this. Right. I'm saying yeah, that if plan D, don't worry. we got if, all these what plans if, on an Excel, we're good. <laughs> yeah, but like what if what if when we're returning this axe, guys, what if when we're returning this axe, it goes sour and now we don't have backup? Now we don't have the giants. At the very least, they're fodder and that the the dragon might hit them for, you know, a, a little bit while it gives us time to set things up. John, what you're saying is plan E. We're on plan A. We need you to back no, no, it up. I'm saying plan, plan A. a. <laughs> I'm saying plan I feel like A. Plan A is already established. Wait, saying, your plan A is to let them go in. No. As fodder. No. Our plan A is that we we God. So we tell them we, we send a couple of like them, the right? Maybe either. even just the head dude. Like, hey dude, you need to go I back like and you need to tell everybody to evacuate the village. We take a handful with us, three or four with us. They wait outside the cave. We go in and we return the axe. If shit goes sour, they come in. If not, we make a deal on their behalf and we all leave hand in hand happy. The dragon's happy. He's got his axe back. The other dudes are happy and we have backup. I'm saying they wait until we give them a signal, which is us getting eaten by a dragon. And then they come in and try to help. Terrible signal. I hate that signal. Well, we'll we'll figure something out for a signal, right? Like, but you, I mean, again, it's better for us to go in with backup than to not have anything. If it goes bad, this this guy to go back to the village right now. We're just we're just gonna fight. We're about to fight and then head to the dragon's lair with the three thousand attack and everything. I'm okay with that being plan A. Yeah. Oh shit! You do, and again they wait. <laughs> but if we can't, if we can't make it right, then then to D and then we we gotta fight a dragon, and we might as well have backup. and we get the hell out of there. I love it. I'm all yeah. about. This is this is great. Who's all for that plan? That being the new plan A. <laughs> well, Tyler just upgraded that dragon to an ancient. <laughs> He's only getting older every day. <laughs> That's true. Or at least a few. Ad- at least a few additional <laughs> warriors from the. It's okay, you got your dark magician right here, motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> New BBEG Exodia. <laughs> All right. Well, at least we have a plan. We can enact it next time we get together. But it's convincing these guys to go back. <laughs> reinforce and we all go together i'm talking everyone i want everyone there and i want women and, and children yeah <laughs> maybe not they don't go to the cave oh wait they do but that way we can evacuate appropriately we can attack appropriately we can really work this thing out now is the dragon like, gonna let us go back with us what's that Still is the like dragon me. going to let us yeah, I guess that's a part of it, right? I mean, if the dragon just attacks, then we run. I mean, right? Some of us have invisibility. Some of us is very uh, sneaky. <laughs> Raise your hand if you have invisibility. <laughs> so I think we're okay. Sneaky. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I, I just. Yeah. I. I mean, if the dragon doesn't wait, there's nothing we can do, right? I mean, but. If the dragon waits, then we can really make this a whole thing. So, I want to be clear. If we end up fighting this dragon, we're pissed. We really. I don't want to fight the dragon. I want to be clear. I'm going to take a larger percentage of the money than is normally part of my share. (laughs) I do not want to fight this dragon. I want. You would already do that anyway. For that's what I'm saying. It's going to be bigger than that. 
<laughs> it's going to be bigger than the amount of money that I normally steal from y'all. He's going to want 80%. It's going to be an additional 10%. <laughs>